Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I, I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Welcome, friends, to Spark My Muse. I'm your host, Lisa Colon-Delay, and you're listening to Soul School, Lesson 249, The Fear of Connection. As some of you know, I was in Puerto Rico this fall, and one of the wonderful things I was able to do was go with other people to the beach on a pretty regular basis. It was only an eight-minute walk, and sometimes in the evening, around 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, somewhere near sunset, It was not uncommon for me to say, would you like to go to the beach? And if the water was calm enough, we'd go out past the breakers and just bob up and down in that salty water. It was fairly easy to float. And there was something about interacting with such a massive amount of water as the sky got golden and sunset that would give me a sense of myself in a kind of new way. Not just me connecting with nature and its hugeness, the way that often can make you feel small in a good way, that your problems are really not that overwhelming because you and your problems are small compared to the vastness of nature and the universe. There was also a connectional element too. I would be with someone or other people together and we would be experiencing this together. So often we think of transformation, improvement and healing as a kind of self-help endeavor. And there's this critical piece that must involve other people in dramatic ways to help us come back to ourselves, where we see ourselves in others and others see themselves in us. So the temptation sometimes is to get help for ourselves. And then the process sort of stops as we fear connection or we fear the complications that happen when we involve ourselves in friendships or relationships with other people in deep ways that can be triggering or that can feel uncomfortable. Part of undoing trauma is understanding that we will feel discomfort in our bodies and we have long felt unsafe in our bodies. When people of privilege write self-help books, they often speak in terms of freedom. And some of these books are wildly, fantastically helpful. But I've also found that freedom is spoken of in terms of being able to choose what we'd like to do to self-actualize. When people who are in minority categories write about freedom, we write about it in terms of freedom from fear. Fear of how we are perceived in the world, 
whether our physical presence threatens other people, whether we'll be harassed, maligned, or experience harm. Our nervous system is built to be open and receptive to connection, but this very connection has been what has left us traumatized sometimes. And this goes for everyone, whether you are from a privileged status or not. We've all suffered some form of trauma in terms of our relationships with other people. When we are in a regulated state, we are in a state of joyful expression and spontaneity. And that can bring about our healing. In her book, How to Do the Work, Dr. LaPera writes, Our internal state is often mirrored by those around us, making our inner worlds contagious. When we feel safe, others feel safe too. And this is why it's helpful for people who are in minority categories to find someone who's a therapist or a soul friend who deeply understands the life circumstances that you're in. Someone who is unaware of those circumstances will not necessarily be able to mirror our inner world in a way that we feel safe because our nervous systems are dysregulated. Even when our nervous systems are dysregulated, when we have a core resting state that feels safe, we have a flexibility to tolerate discomfort and the occasional discomforts that come up in life. Discomfort for a long time is suffering, but discomfort in itself is not trauma. It's the normal ups and downs of life, something we need to be flexible to deal with. If we have had a lot of trauma that we're trying to heal from, discomfort can't be tolerated easily at all, and it's triggering to our trauma states. And these trauma states are fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. We can feel in our body that it's getting dysregulated or we are dissociating from our body, splitting off and seeing ourselves from the outside, or maybe we're being largely forgetful of chunks of time. And this is because we are responding in a trauma state. When we are with others and we don't face any kind of retribution, rejection, reproach, judgment, we can begin to self-regulate. We can begin to have a calm inner state we have to be able to find and build these supportive connections as we are also engaging with our deep inner world. And this is something that has to be built in in a reciprocal fashion. What makes this hard sometimes is those of us who are isolated from others and we are just having mediated friendships and relationships over the screen. I'm not discounting that those friendships and relationships aren't real. They're quite real, but they don't work as well to help us reflect our inner states back to each other. They can work up to a point. They don't usually work as well on our nervous system as in-person times together because we see in the other person's body movements, in their eyes, in their facial features, in their micro expressions, how they reflect us back to ourselves and we reflect them back to themselves. And we adjust as we do that to become self-regulated and we co-regulate then. So what are some ways you can do this? If you're exceptionally isolated, you, maybe you work online or you work at home, or you have a disability that keeps you at home and you can't get out. First of all, take an inventory of the ways you might be able to connect with others. People who you regard as open, friendly, accepting. This could be related to a hobby. It could be related to something in your neighborhood, a communal, in-person, religious, or spiritual experience or event. 
and it could involve nature. All these things, whether it's taking a walk with a friend or a group that engages in these activities, these things begin to build the kind of connections we need for this co-regulation. And if you're in the kind of situation that makes this extremely difficult, perhaps you have an illness, a disability, or you're in a remote location, the things online can still help. The more you are able to see a person and their facial features and their body language, the better. If you suffer with a high amount of anxiety, this will be difficult at first. If you push through and develop a habit and a routine, you will find that you will be able to co-regulate even with someone through something like Zoom. Dr. LaPera says the only way to open ourselves up to awe is to open our mind's eye to the people and the greater world around us. The truth of our existence is in the unique soul that resides in the core of each of us. In the words of Black Elk, the first piece, which is the most important, is that which comes from the souls of people when they realize their relationship, their oneness, with the universe and all its powers, and when they realize that at the center of the universe dwells the great spirit, and, and that this center is really everywhere. It is within each of us. What's interesting about that quote is that it relates to oneness, it relates to the great spirit, and it relates to this interconnection, this co-regulating, this interplay and interdependence we have on each other. We need to see the great spirit, if you will, inside each one of us to feel better. We need to see ourselves in the other, and the other needs to see their selves in us. And when that happens, we feel better. The atmosphere has to be right and the circumstances have to be right that we feel safe in the first place. When we're in those situations where there's safety and acceptance, we find healing. I'm sure that COVID hurt a lot of us and stunted a lot of our progression to healing. It made more of us anxious in more profound ways. And that's why we have to redouble our efforts sometimes to get out there, get past our hesitations and move into situations that might feel more risky. As we do that, we can be honest with our feelings and say, this feels more risky to be in person, to be talking face to face. I'm not used to it and I feel hypervigilant about it. But I also know that spending time face to face looking at someone in their face, in their eyes, seeing body language will help me feel more myself. We can build up to more times together and longer times together. It doesn't have to start out with a three-hour hiking journey and a 14-course meal. It can start off with a 20-minute cup of coffee, inviting someone over to show them some herbs that you've planted. But I encourage you to reach out to find co-regulation in the other, to be the person who makes that first move, and to make sure someone else realizes that you need them, and they need you, and we all need each other truly to be more human and to be more ourselves. This might be a time to reach out to a religious or spiritual community that maybe you've been on the outskirts of. It doesn't mean you have to join a church it doesn't mean you have to volunteer all your time there. You might want to join something that you're attracted to there. It might mean that you pursue an activity or hobby that has your interest. 
Perhaps it's gardening or photography, a new skill or art form. Take this opportunity to do that for your own improvement, but also for someone else's improvement who gets to be more themselves because you're in their life. When we fail to do these things, we can really grow in isolation and disconnection. And these kinds of things contribute to our loneliness. And lest we forget, loneliness contributes to premature death and disease. Connection isn't optional. It's necessary for our flourishing and our well-being. We don't get to pick to be isolated and also get to be well. If you're a person who doesn't need too much interaction with people, that's fine. But the way we are wired as social mammals, we need some. It's become painfully obvious that people who spend all their day alone tweeting out things on social media are often really unhealthy people. And they probably don't have safe people in their lives and safe places in their lives to speak with other people in person and begin to self-regulate based on the body language and the micro-expressions they see in someone else. They are left isolated to their own devices, flying blind, really, in their lives and becoming less themselves all the time. Dr. LaPera says to experience authentic relationships, you need to work on being one with your own authenticity. It's only then that you will feel and respond to that ping from your intuition telling you, this is someone you should connect to. I'm sure you've been there. Sometimes it takes just a glance and you know, this person is meant to be in my life. It's that fluttering in your soul telling you that you were meant to cross paths with this human. Learning how to survive and navigate the unknown, we accumulate our egoic separateness of being and learn how to define ourselves in relation to others. We are this, not that. We like these things, not those things. This separation emerges as a narrative that defines us versus them, the outside versus the inside. And if we grew up in codependent families, this comparison narrative with us, safety on the inside and them on the outside is especially ingrained as a core part of our identities. It doesn't go very far in helping us connect and heal. When we have a large sense of the other, we don't feel safe enough to access this collective we or the interconnectedness we have to all other human beings. We are the same as other human beings in that we have insecurities, frailties, and weaknesses, and we need each other. When we all begin to tap into that collective mentality, we begin to evolve to an altruistic and reciprocal society. Altruism seems opposite to the survival of the fittest evolutionary drive, yet in reality, it has been essential to the endurance of the human species. That's all for today. I hope that you found this insightful and motivational for you to connect with other people on a deeper level. Take a few risks. It doesn't mean you have to meet your new best friend, but it does mean if you're willing to become more of yourself, that you make an effort to connect in genuine ways with others. Find a safe environment to make a connection this week. I hope to hear from you and see what you've done. And I wish you blessing and peace.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.